Hello, Choose Love friends. This is Scarlett Lewis. I'm the founder of the Jesse Lewis Choose Love Movement for another Choose Love podcast. Today, I have an incredibly special guest. Betsy is a dear friend of mine, and she has been working for Choose Love full time for a few years now, but involved from the very beginning. Betsy and I have been friends since high school. And her family and I go way back. I actually dated Betsy's older brother and Betsy's younger brother served on the board of directors of Choose Love from the very beginning. He's been a huge advocate. He's done so much for us and he continues to be a dear friend for life. I knew Betsy's mom, Bibi, before she passed, whom I still adore and love, and she continues to inspire me. And we just honored her on her birthday, June 9th. And so I wanted to introduce Betsy Carlson to the world because she's such a dear, wonderful person. Everybody should know her, but also, you know, we have this wonderful movement that's now. Uh, producing a program that's being taught in every single state. It's the most taught SEL program in several states and a hundred countries. And you see the outcome, but nobody's really quite familiar with what goes on behind the scenes. And Betsy was nominated for Employee of the Quarter before we even knew we were going to do this award because Betsy is so incredible and she's such an integral part of choose love and she has been from the very beginning betsy is like this person who when as we were creating this and by the way we created this whole movement from scratch knowing very little learning making mistakes but as we would go along we would have these big projects come up like uh gee we're gonna need a database Holy moly, what, how do you even do that? What are some of the programming that needs to be done? Who does databases? Uh, oh gosh, we've got to create one from scratch. <laughs> like, Betsy, you got to be laughing. Like, I know, I'm smiling here, yes. Uh, gee, who wants to take on that? And I'm going, I don't. Uh, and there would be Betsy's hand. I can figure that out. And Betsy would go yeah. to the drawing board and do that. Betsy, I just want to give you the biggest virtual hug in the world and introduce you to everybody who's listening to this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. You know, you've talked about things happen for a reason. And when you were talking about the database, I mean, of all people to fall in your lap, I've worked with data since the beginning of my career. I've always worked with info and databases while I've never created one. Um, very familiar with the understanding of them, I guess you could say. So that jumping into it, I didn't do it alone. You know, there was help through the company that we used that would help guide me and hold my hand, but I enjoyed it. You know, it was like, <laughs> who else can say that? I agree. You know? Who else can say that? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I would like to also share a story because while we've known each other since high school, and you know with life happening and everything it wasn't until like 20 to 30 years later where we reconnected because i lived in colorado well first i had moved to california right after college 
lived there for a bit, Colorado for like 17 years. And then my husband and two kids, we made it back to Connecticut the beginning of the summer of 2012. Mm -hmm. And so if it wasn't for social media, we were friends on Facebook. But when I moved back, one of our mutual friends, Suzanne. Suzanne Geary, uh, yeah. Nope, that's not her last name now, had, yes. <laughs> yeah, Suzanne yes. Gary Dahl. She uh, posted, hey, I'm coming to Connecticut. You know, who can I see kind of thing? And so I immediately responded to her and said, yes, I just moved here. I'd love to see you and reconnect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess you were doing the same thing or she had yes. reached out to you. And she was the one that realized, hey, you guys live like 15, 20 minutes away from each other. Let's all see each other together. And so that's when we reconnected. We met at your farm because of that. And then she went back to Michigan, you know, after her visit. And you and I, my family, your family, we would get together throughout the summer and, and get on your boat or you'd come to our place for a barbecue. And we just continued our friendship. That's right. And it was amazing. And it makes me think of like right before school started, you invited us up to Maine, to your cabin. We met each other up there and just had an amazing long weekend of nature. Mm -hmm. So, so beautiful and calm and just amazing out there. And you had your camera with you and you took so, so, so many pictures and you shared them with me after one of the cutest pictures of Jesse was taken that weekend that has been shared globally. The one where he's wearing his... Uh, army hat and biting his lip and it was just is that when that picture know, was taken i didn't yes. even know because you sent the whole roll to me yeah you sent that whole roll to me and i i just loved every picture of that and um yeah it, it was just so beautiful there's so many beautiful shots from that weekend just amazing yeah yeah i'm, I'm happy to help <laughs> stir your yeah. memory with that you know, and, and speaking of Jesse, some amazing memories that I have from him is just going out on your boat and he would get all ready in the way he would jump on that boat. He would be either dressed in his soccer uniform with his soccer socks and cleats. Oh all my God. That's what JT was into soccer his entire school yeah. career. So Jesse could not wait to do soccer. And I, and I kind of <laughs> like, I had so much going on. I'm a single mom, full-time job. And yeah. so he yeah. got to do one season of soccer. So he did the fall season. He didn't get to do the spring yeah. season, but I will tell you that, uh, talking about stirring memories. So I bought him the whole soccer uniform and it's the Newtown soccer uniform and it came with black socks, right? I right. could never <laughs> find the black socks. So JT had these yellow socks that he had worn years and years before. I oh, could okay. find the yellow socks. Never the black socks. I don't think Jesse ever wore like his entire uniform because I was like, I was like pulling from drawers and this and that. Oh my God, wear stuff. Like we got to get you to practice. Sometimes I forgot his practice. Anyway, uh, he would always go with these yellow socks. So in the spring, his team, oh, this makes me choke up, wore, wore yellow socks for him in his yeah. memory. Like how beautiful yeah. is that? Thank you. I'm sorry. I just, That's I awesome. had to share that. So go ahead with your memories. Yeah. This is beautiful. I love this. I hope everybody's staying with yeah. us on memory lane. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And another big part of that main trip was right near the end. I think it was one of the last days. It was a chilly overcast day or morning. It started off as, 
and uh, JT and Jesse were just, you know, playing around the, the cabin or whatever, and um, they put together a campfire. And I'm like, what are you guys doing, you know? And I, I hung out with them and they're doing this and they built it and they knew how to do it safe so that, you know, the fire didn't go all over the place, putting rocks around and stuff like that. And it was just awesome, the teamwork and, you know, and Jesse was wearing that outfit, the military <laughs> helmet. And I think he had like cowboy boots on, shorts, but a turtleneck <laughs> on. It was just, you know, it was the weather because it was cooler that morning, yeah. you know, really cool out. And so it was so nice to have that fire and just fun to see them working together. Like they didn't even say a word. It was just like they knew exactly what to do and they put it together. And I was like, wow, you guys are amazing, Aww. you know, so. I remember that. I love yeah. those memories. You know, and I talk about him wearing that military helmet and you're validating yeah. that with your memories that he, oh my gosh, he, he yeah. loved that military helmet. And by the way, I just want to say, Jesse was a very snappy dresser. He was, yeah. he wore, uh, you know, the polo shirts with the collar. Yeah. He would wear the collar and it would be kind of turned up and, sure. and he would wear um, vests, sweater vests with plaid shorts and I mean he was so oh my god yeah. it was adorable just so so snappy I love those memories thank you so much for sharing those one one last yes. one that I love was that we were sitting together in Maine for like a breakfast we went to a place and we just created a big table with all of us and I ended up next to Jesse and they provided mm -hmm. crayons and stuff to color on the back of the menus and stuff like that and so um, I started coloring I think it was like a a character that he was wearing, I think. It was either on a hat or a sweatshirt or jacket or something. And I put it, I started coloring it on my menu and uh, I showed it to him and he just lit up. Like I just loved, he was so excited to see it. And he's like, you draw like my movie. <laughs> so uh, those are the, those are the memories that you know, just bring a smile. I love that. I love, thank you so much for sharing those. And my mom just told me the other day, she reminded me in his first grade classroom, when they started the year, they all had to write their goals for the year, just a sentence or whatever. Uh -huh. These are first graders, right? And uh, sure, so they yeah. had them all on the walls and Jesse's goal was learn how to mix colors because oh. I oil paint and I've oil painted for 30 years. Yeah. And so Jesse, oh my God, he was a little artist. Uh, of course he would paint in acrylics for obvious reasons for those of you who paint because they wash up with water, yeah. but you still got to be able to mix the colors. And he was such a great artist. He would cover his canvas and that means painting, you know, you start with a white canvas and then he would paint all of it. And he just used the most brilliant, vibrant colors. He was so good with colors. And I just, I just love that. And I had actually forgotten that. Those are the things that you don't want to forget, you know, just those, those yeah. beautiful little memories. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, thank you so much. That's beautiful. And oh, I'm sitting yeah. here listening to you thinking, what a blessing it is for me to be able to work with a dear friend like you every day. Aww. And I, that's why uh, I feel, and I know yeah. we don't, we actually sometimes go weeks without talking now, yeah, true. Right? <laughs> but you have always been the person that raises their hand for these different projects that, you know, sometimes are not that glamorous. Uh, and sometimes you may be a data expert, but there were other projects that nobody knew what the heck we were doing. And you were like, well, I can take a stab at that. And we were all like, phew, 
thank you, Betsy. <laughs> you know, that's pretty amazing. Well, but there's things that other people do that I could never do. So that's why I think it's it just, this is just the way it works out. This is why you have a team with different interests and backgrounds, you know. Very true. Very true. But you are really a, a fundamental component of the whole movement. And when I think about how we got to where we are now, I can't even have that thought without thinking Betsy Carlson. Oh, well, thank you. I remember when I started, I was asked, you know, it wasn't just social media. All I was doing was doing daily posts Monday through Friday of the high school lessons, which was still being written, by the way. It wasn't even uh, available on our website yet. So way back when there were individual grades for the elementary ages, but for middle school, when it was first introduced, it was just middle school. It wasn't sixth, seventh, eighth or whatever the grades are. And then high school was just listed as high school. And it wasn't broken out in 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th. That didn't come right. until later. But as far as doing the social media posts, oh, I had so much fun. I took the drafts of the high school curriculum and just went through it lesson by lesson and tried to find something that resonated with me and then try to find images that just brought a smile to my face and then try to find like a quote or a song or something to put with it in the post area, you know, so that it would relate to the to the lesson. So I wouldn't redo the lesson. I just found something that would connect with it. I don't know. I don't know how many there were. I think there were over 80 lessons or something like that. We had one and lesson just had per so day at that time. Maybe it was 180, it was 180 or something. I don't know what it That's was. That's right. It... Yeah. <laughs> And then I would have fun, like after a unit was done, like the first unit is courage. I was like, oh, I should put something together. Uh, so I found a, a free app where I could make a video of all the courage posts. And so it would show, you know, you could watch a video and I think they're posted on the YouTube channel now. And um, so I had, I tried to do fun things like that. And so in the beginning I was just doing high school stuff and then every so often, you or somebody on the team would say, oh, can you post about this event? So I would post about the events. And then, you know, became a little bit more, a little bit more doing special projects. And then the summer of 2017, it was, I think we need a database. We have this thing called Salesforce. Betsy, can you help pull this, this all together? This little thing called Salesforce. And so, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing was, I had used Salesforce before. I had used different databases before. So none of this scared me or whatever. It was a challenge that I wanted to jump into and and create so i mean talk about taking a whole bunch of data and not knowing what to do with it how would it would even be used basically i just ran with it and some things that you know to bring up is like when we exported the data so what it was was it was everybody who filled out the form to access the program so the user data so i exported that and there were about a little over three thousand records and a record is the number of downloads that that would equate to. So that was back in the summer of 2017. I'm looking at the numbers now. And as of like this morning, we have over 54,000 downloads worldwide. That's awesome. So from 2017 to 2020, and it just keeps growing and growing every single day. And yeah, so it's amazing to see that growth and to see where it's all going. And way back when I started, it was just the enrichment program. 
And so we've added not just individual grades, kindergarten through 12th, but we have pre-K. We have infant and toddler, you know, and because I also deal a lot with a lot of the users, like I'll get questions or I've put surveys out there. And so people ask questions and I'll see what they've downloaded. And if I see that they are a preschool teacher, but they've only downloaded first grade, I'll let them know, hey, we have an infant toddler and we have pre-K and they're like, oh, you do? Thank you. So, you know, it just shows that with the growth, not everybody sees everything that we're putting out there all the time. And then we need uh, to get the word out there for our users to know what we're doing, um, which is exciting because we're going to have a whole new website, a whole new everything. And so hopefully everybody will see everything that we have. Yeah, so that brought up the fact that constantly you're sending out emails to the team saying, hey, I found this little trick or I'm using a new something technological and I, or oh. look, I did the data this way and I created this. And I, and it's like, every time I'm like, oh my God, that's how have we lived without this until now? And I didn't even know it existed 30 seconds before. So yeah, I love that about you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, I, you know, I could just talk and talk and talk about this, but another thing that I get excited about is also working with the ambassadors and for the folks listening, our ambassadors are like the people that are part of the team, uh, more so than advocates. Advocates are ones that want to help out and they kind of help out here and there, but the ambassadors are the one that said, I'm, I'm going to do this every day or every week. And they receive choose love emails from us and they're like on it. And they actively us. help Where us spread the message. They literally like exactly they will, first that most of them like want to get it into their kids school and then they're willing to go out yes. and speak about it and reach out to people. Exactly. Yeah. It's amazing. And the advocates are the ones that you know, they're kind of the same thing. I mean, advocates and ambassadors, sometimes it's a parent, it's a community member. A lot of them are educators, school counselors and everything. And to hear their stories and be a part of, try to, you know, help them. That's when I find the tools and stuff like that. Hey, look, you can use this in Gmail and, you know, or, or whatever. So that's, you know, I'm always trying to find a, a better way to do stuff and do things a little bit easier. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. And so how many ambassadors do we have now? Oh my goodness, that keeps growing. And I know we just gained seven new ambassadors, six of which came directly from the advocate program. Did you know this? I just signed up a Spanish speaking ambassador, a Virginia ambassador awesome. and a South America ambassador. I mean, because I mean, think awesome. about what's going on in our world and how much need there yeah. is for a program that empowers kids to be able to thoughtfully respond to anything that happens in their life by choosing love. Exactly. Yeah, we have over 20 ambassadors on our list here, not including the ones that you just yeah. listed off. And that's just in the United States. And then we have the international ones right now. We have like a handful. And like you just said, you just, you're adding more all the time. And there's people out there that are not officially working for us or whatever and they're spreading the word and we don't learn about it until like after the fact and we're like well come be more official with us well you know? and by the way you know, those so ambassadors just... are volunteers they don't get compensated yeah but they do it exactly. anyway because they believe in it yeah. so deeply uh this is a movement yes. and you've done a lot you've helped me a lot with outreach um and it is all about getting the word out because when people find out about us well first of all they're like 
no way. This can't possibly be no cost. <laughs> and then they say, right, right. yeah, we're going to be doing this. This is amazing. So it's kind of like the best job in the world. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and recently when you announced that I was the employee of the quarter, I was like, you know, but I don't do that much. And, and I didn't mean it that I, I, I do a lot every day, but I don't, I'm not out there like the ambassadors are. I'm not like you in front of people and speaking about it every day. But I provide everybody with info, I guess, to arm them or help spread the word, you know. But I do, I reached out to a ton of people to find out how they're using it. And so You're in forth. charge of our surveys, um, our annual surveys every year. Yeah, you do so yeah, much yeah, for us. In yeah. fact, you made that comment on the team call on Monday. So we're kind of spread out all over the country, but um, we get on a Zoom call every week to update each other. And so Betsy made that exact statement. She's like, yeah, but I don't feel like I do anything. Oh boy, did that cut off a firestorm? Uh, everyone talking about Shannon, the New Hampshire ambassador saying, are you kidding me, Betsy? Oh, you're my lifeline. All of these people just talking right, about right. how much you do for them and including me i'm like writing you uh these panic texts betsy i need to know how many downloads in minneapolis right, right. or uh wyoming or wherever i happen to be yes, you're always yes. there for us you're always there for us you yeah. always have been oh, you always you. have raised your hand and i know that you're an amazing human being inside and out you're an amazing employee and I just wanted to take this time. I love you so much. I wanted to oh. share you with the world, just a little bit of you, so Thank they you. could experience the joy also of, of getting to know you a little bit. Well, yeah, a little bit, but you know, if it wasn't for your amazing words and being able to be out there and want to do something to be part of the solution since the beginning, I mean, I was there, my family and I, we went to the funeral and, and I need to commend you for being able to get up and speak. And I know you were in pain, but to be able to get the words out and spread that message that hasn't changed since day one, change an angry thought into a loving thought that just, it rocked the community. I mean, everybody, that everyone listened to that. I remember you saying people got in touch with you after that, that those words changed mm -hmm. their lives to mm -hmm. this day. And this whole program, this whole movement is about that. It's about choosing love. Yeah, I mean, and, and I can only point to Jesse's chalkboard message that he left right. right before he died, nurturing, healing love. Literally, I saw that a few days later and I thought if the shooter had been able to give and receive love, the tragedy would never have happened. Right. This is what I have to do. Right. This is what I'm going to dedicate my life to. And Betsy, you would know better than anybody else. It's like, I, I quit my job and I have been yeah. doing this passionately every day, all day long. It's all I talk about. Oh. <laughs> it's all I want to talk about yep. for seven years. Uh, and, yeah. and you can validate that because you've been oh, there absolutely. the entire time. And, um, yeah. and I, and I want to thank you for that. You have been such an amazing friend. You've been there before, during, and I guess there never will be an after, but you have been by my side. You've loved and supported me and been here through uh, also, you know, through a, a lot of really 
tough growing pains as well in the movement and you've stuck with yeah. it and uh you know you started out as a volunteer now you're a full-time employee but you've you've stuck with it and we would not be where we are without you and so oh. i just want to express one of the pillars of the formula for choosing love my extreme gratitude to you i honor you i celebrate you i love you and i just cannot thank you enough for for helping me create this movement that is changing the world that that is actually facilitating a world that we want to live in and it is making it safer more peaceful and loving and you are a huge part of that and i just i want to thank you well thank you i mean that all means a lot i mean goodness thank you so much and you are the most amazing person well ever. you you ever. are too and i appreciate that and i hope you hear the virtual applause of everybody that's listening to this podcast. They're going, wow, Betsy, uh, she is amazing. <laughs> Probably employers are saying, I want to hire her. Don't think about it. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, no, I only want what's best for you. And what's best for you is for you to stay with Choose Love for the rest of your life. You have, yes, Absolutely. you have a home here. We love you. We need you. And uh, I just want to thank you. I want to thank everyone out there listening because you are also part of the solution. You're listening to the message. You're going to be talking about it. Share it. This is what we need today in our world. We need people to be sharing a loving message. So important to actually be speaking out. You know, so many people have come to me in the last couple of weeks and said, gosh, I feel like I want to do more. And really choose love is a place where everyone can come together. It doesn't matter any different, uh, what political party, whatever difference you could possibly imagine. It doesn't matter. We're all the same as human beings in the want and need to love and be loved in that we are all the same. And this is a place where everyone can come together to be part of the solution. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast, for honoring Betsy with me. And thank you for recommending the Choose Love movement to your friends, to your family, to your communities. We have lifespan programming and we're the only movement that does. And it's no cost. And the reason that it's no cost is that it would have saved my son's life and it can reduce and prevent so much of the suffering that we're experiencing right now in our world. So thank you, Betsy. Thank you, podcast followers for choosing love. And we will see you next time. It's all part of us, we can all choose love in a